guys, they do magic. magic. They are the magic guys. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm pretty good at it. I think I figured it out. I figured uh, it out. Nice, nice. Let me try one. Ah, I did it. Oh, baby. I feel, such <laughs> like, I feel so cheap now. Oh, man. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Hey, and you. happy birthday, Mr. Norbito. Thank you. Thank Let's you, everyone. Just get this out of the way. How old are you? Thank you. Thank you. I am I'm 33 years old now, Doug. 33. Yeah. You know, that's unlucky 33. because it's two threes. Sorry. I'm sorry Ooh. for you. Mate. Right. Well, it only lasts a year. <laughs> Hopefully the two threes cancel each other out, you know. Make it a good year. I don't know. But yeah, but um, how do I feel about it? I mean, I still feel like I'm in the early 30s, so I, you know, I still, I'm still fine. Look, you um, won't realize you're still young until you're 50, but you're still a baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know you yeah. don't think so, but you're still no, so young still. Don't, you just don't, don't we always, so. don't we always, always feel young anyway? You know, until we don't. Uh, but not I when mean, you're 50. You know what I mean? No, not when you're 50. You don't. <laughs> really? <laughs> don't Maybe but if you live a healthier lifestyle than me, I'm, you know. <laughs> But you're but, doing, you know, you're doing so much now in your 50s. Yeah, I know. I'm doing the drinking uh, plus the drugs, so it's hard on me. <laughs> you're a machine, humor. Though, you know? It's you know? humor. You're a machine. Humor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. You don't drink, right? You Like, you are just barreling into this thing late. I'm thinking birthday boy's got a hangover and rolling into this thing late. But do you drink? I did, or? Uh, I did have one beverage last night. At one home. beverage that's all yeah. it takes i've heard this story right yeah exactly yeah far, yeah uh yeah we were watching uh my girlfriend and i are watching peaky blinders at the moment this oh series. yeah my wife loves that show it's a bit Same. dark for my taste right hmm i didn't know you there was a there was a limit to your darkness oh well there's more Here, here's the thing my wife's darkness is quite deep and that's all she watches is murder and serial killers and so she watches so much of it that eventually i'm like I've had enough and Peaky Blinders is really dark. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe this too. I came in late, like she's on season three when she invites me to watch. And I'm like, I'm not invested. Uh, you know? yeah. So, yeah. I wonder, I'm really, I'm quickly just looking up. There's a, there is a series called the boys. Have oh yeah. That's apparently my jam. That's, ah, but apparently that's like super dark as well. Yeah, it's super dark. Like she stopped watching that one with me. Like we were watching season three and she's like, I think I've had enough. I'm wow. Like, watch it myself. So <laughs> as long as it's like superhero related, you can go dark. But just well, not- by default, anything superhero related, I have to watch at this point in my life. I'm grandfathered into the geek clause. So if it's superhero related, I have to watch it by default. So regardless of its darkness. Okay. Okay. I was recommended to watch this. So that's the, the boys? next thing. Yeah. The boys. Yeah. Oh, you'll love yeah. it. I haven't seen but, it yet. Oh, what? The first, that's the first season is just amazing. And the second one's good. This one I'm really enjoying so far, but watch the first season for sure. You'll love it. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Do you yeah. think Sandy will watch it? Like, will a, a female. The first it? season I think is more watchable because it's a, just a little more character driven, you know? And, and okay. maybe they're not springing out all the insanity on you so hard. Right. Right. You know what I'm watching now that's great is Umbrella Academy. The season Ooh. three on Netflix is so yeah. good. It's such yeah. a creative show. <clears throat> I love it. 
it's yeah, it's almost like it's got the X Men kind of vibes, but yeah, like more storytelling and more character. Yeah. Right. But still, all the wow, all the pizzazz is there. The the visuals on that show are like top tier movie quality, right? It's, it's insane. Just, yeah, it's great. It's like the same. Yeah, it's like what, when you're watching Stranger Things. You know, they go to that extra detail of filming and so. And that's one I haven't watched. So, yeah. I, like, see, you can't watch it all. Oh, plus, okay. Plus, be a magician. There's just not enough time to do it all. That's right, and you know, and sell merch at the same time. We can't do it all. Yes, indeed. All the time. I That's really what I did your... today. I was cranking out merch for my uh, spring deal. I was in Procreate trying to be uh, artistical to craft merch. I like this one, the one you made like this. Thank you. The, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I was I don't happy know if you guys can one. see the extra detail there, but yeah, you've got this the uh, the different suits within the hand. That's very cool. Yeah, that kind of sums up my being in an image. Yeah. So Piece where can they... Where can they find that, Doug? I don't know the link. You can find it. It's not just find it. <laughs> is it <laughs> Let's uh, pretend I'm profe- professional and move on. I don't even have it, a link there yet, but thank you for that. There, uh, I think there is a link to my there should be a link there. Yeah. Is it this one at the bottom of the screen? Yeah, you should go you should all go there regardless of the merch anyway. Go there and buy Josh a birthday present and I'll send it to him. <laughs> what do you want uh, from conjure.com, Josh? That's right. Oh man, so much. All right. Well, good. Just take your time because I've paid so much international shipping lately. It's driving me bonkers. I've been <laughs> been portraying the my role as Mr. Beast of Magic, and I've been giving things away. And everyone that wins is international. So I'm sending a $5 deck of cards that cost me $20 <laughs> send oh. it to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough, enough cross promotion. Did we, did we finish talking about your birthday? Why were you late? That was the thing. Why That's you were true. here like a minute late, which... By Aussie late standards, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's normally, well, it's, yeah, it normally doesn't happen. I'm usually here ready, but, um, so here's the thing. So I wake up and, um, and I can see these balloons filled with confetti, like on our TV. And I was like, that's interesting. And, uh, Sandy goes to me, oh, your first clue. Oh no, no. She goes, uh, can you hand me some water? And printed on a label stuck to our side table is a note that says, your first clue is in a balloon. I was like, what the hell's going on here? So on. So I check out the balloons. There's nothing in there. Classic. And then uh, she goes, is that all the balloons though? And uh, I check under our bed and there's another balloon with confetti in it, but also a folded up billet. I'm like, oh, damn, you had me at billet, woman. And um, so I pop this balloon and she films it like in slow-mo. So you see the confetti go everywhere. And basically what, she, what she'd done is she'd made a treasure hunt for each present that she'd got me. Like for each like small gift, there was a, a separate slip of paper with nice. a clue on it all around the house. So but the fact that I'm late means that I'm not the best at solving these clues. And ah. um, it took me a little while. But, uh, you know, I got to the end and then, you know, trying to um, take calls from, from mom and the family and that kind of thing. And, uh, and, and obviously the magic guys community is just bombarding me with messages. And I was like, you know, thanks. It's a so process. Much. Better, you know, I better get onto this podcast, you know, uh, and now we're here. So, so and also, th- I, yeah, th- this day is your birthday, right? This you yeah, woke so up, I'm wrapping my round ahead, my mind around international time zones here, but yeah. So you're, you're 4th of July right now, but over here, it's the 5th of July. Yes. Which is my birthday. So you'll get to have my birthday tomorrow. <laughs> 
tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll double celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So that's why I was late. Oh, the other thing that made me late was last week we had our second uh, season of The Showman. Oh, yeah. I saw some pics of you theaters. blowing up thousands of seats. Yeah. Pff, How and, was that? Um, my camera and stuff was all with that gear. Man, it's just so much bloody fun. Having yeah. an audience come to you that's ready to see magic, you know. How how are the uh, the seats? How are the sales? Are you guys <clears throat> filling filling the venue? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. last show we did uh, was pretty much sold out by like yes. a couple of seats, and this is like Fantastic. a I don't know six seven hundred seat theater. It's insane. Nice. <clears throat> so we did. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, all up we did four. No, I think we did five. Yeah, we did. We did like five shows over that time. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was insane. And you get used to that, right? Cruising into a oh yeah theater Cru- where people are plotting yeah. to see you. They bought yeah. the ticket. What? Yeah. Being given a, a green room and a dressing room and yeah. it's just, you know, you go on, you do your sound checks. You have a team of like six people there. Some doing lighting, some doing curtains, some doing, uh, sound. Like, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And um so i do a rubik's cube routine i was gonna ask is there any mishaps no all um let me think no everything's flushed out now but now um i do an extra act in this show now so i do there's a there's a routine i do called a love story which is a it's a a story deck routine that i created to a love song that i had written by an r&b artist and Unlike a story deck where you usually just deal out the cards to match the lyrics, mine um, is sleight of hand moves to match what the words are saying. It's really fun. I have So I made this routine like five years ago and I made a video. Originally, I, I did it for like to make like a cinematic video out of it. But now it's actually in the live show, which is... Wow. I'm, I'm so glad it has a place now. I like it. And now, so we've added a bit to my... Uh, Rubik's Cube routine, which now the the producer, or Chris, uh, he wanted to incorporate like the kind of videos I do on Instagram where there's like two of me on a screen and I interact with myself. Fun. Live so we, on stage though. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, the, so now the act starts with two of me on a screen interacting with myself, passing myself a cube in that. And then one of them walks off the screen and onto the stage. And that's where the... Uh, the act begins. Yay, I love it. Yeah. This fun, is uh, the advantage of working with a uh, uh, reoccurring cast and tech people, right? You get to develop these moments and make the show stronger. Yeah. 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 yeah I wanted super. to pick your brain about Rubik's Cubes today. You want to talk about Rubik's Cubes for a while? Yeah, man. I would love to, but let me just get the, the cube that I just used at the start is, is one of my crummy ones. Okay. Let me just, I yeah. can still hear you, but let me just grab a, uh, a better one. Sounds like a good place to start to me. What we'll let Josh get his seat back. <laughs> I'm wondering what the difference is between a good cube and a crummy cube. I got a couple and I can guess, but I'll tell you, I've just been recently re-enamored with cube magic, so I'm ready to go in the deep end. And uh, Ooh, okay, yeah, so I get I I in every show in Showman or whenever I do a stage show, I give away the cube at the end, so I have to buy them in bulk from uh, Henry Harris. Okay. So I have his cubes. I just ordered them this week from uh, mm. Murphy's to stock at my at conjure.com. So I have some of those. Oh, oh beautiful. So that, yeah, for me, these are the best and most affordable cubes. 
But the yeah, well, Henry one, has a site, right? It's Rubik's Dream, I think, or something like that. I think it's stuff widely available. Just, I like to I like to give the creators website when we can. That way, they can buy stuff right from him. Mm, I mean, it says to learn more magic, search for Henry Harris presents Harrius. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's just his name, to be honest. His website. Okay, all right then. But um, but yeah, what makes a cube not good is uh, this one. I think has been tightened too much on the inside, so it's a bit sticky. Like I'm trying to move this, and it's a bit ridges. Yeah, okay. Every now and then, every now and then, you'll get a cube that's a bit. Are those Henry Harrius cubes adjustable? Uh, they are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, so and actually, that involves what? So you take off... So what you do is if, if, you, if you just pluck out the center, uh, the center thing on each one, yep. there's, a little, uh, there's just a, a little screw. So okay, you, can then. you can tighten and loosen that. All right. Uh, and actually, I bought the tornado cube effect, the one where it spins like this. Yes. And it comes with a mini screwdriver that's perfectly fit oh, nice. for, for the cubes. So that's nice. But um, so where does your cube uh, exploring begin, Doug? Well, it begins in 1979 when the Rubik's Cube was introduced and I was a kid. <laughs> but I had the book, you know, and I couldn't solve it from the book because that's all we had then was books. But I relearned it about 10 years ago. I could solve it in about two and a half, three minutes. I was pretty good at it. Then I forgot nice. it. I forgot all the algorithms and everything. And only like, and I've been like playing around with it for the last couple of years, but really because mm -hmm. of Henry Harriet's stuff, have I been recently inspired to relearn? I, I was playing around with some of the uh, Stephen Brundage. I say Brundage, I guess that's, I can't pronounce the, the, the Japanese creator. Do you know his name? Mm. No, Takamita Uzi or something. I, I, I'm embarrassing myself here. Yeah, but this someone, is the man that we all should credit for this wonderful yeah. cube magic we see, right? He's kind of the innovator. Yeah, would love to get his work on it. Especially for like the, the cube going in the bag mixed up, coming out solved, that kind of thing. Yeah, although I, I did pick up the Rubik's 360. Have you played with this at all? The, the, it's, the, is that the one where you can... Uh, you can change it into something else in the bag. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I, I think it's ideal yeah. for the bag solve. I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's the one that I use in my show. Oh, do you use it? Well, maybe we could talk yeah. more off camera because <clears throat> we don't want to talk methods here. Right. So. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a good method. That one. But, um, but yeah, I use that one. It's, it's insane. I'm pretty sure I use that on AGT as well. Oh, um, Oh yeah. 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 It's great. It's great. What about the, Venom? This is one I don't have, but I'm salivating at this this one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Now I need a loan to get more cube magic, but... <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is Venom the one where you do this? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks, in, that looks amazing. Yep. Yeah. I don't have it, but my friend uh, Jason Gray mm -hmm. hasn't been on the podcast yet. Um, does that one. And uh, yeah, I've seen David Penn do it, and it just looks... So clean. Right. You know? What a great effect too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, after the show, after the showman shows, there's probably two or three kids that will have a cube with them that are cubers. And um, they're just and hanging I, out. They're like, they're just playing with one in the audience. Right. Well, they, they, um, when they come up to get photos at the end of the show, they, they're holding it. Like they get the photo holding it. And, um, and I know they know I'm a fraud. <laughs> like if we were to, <laughs> <laughs> if we were to compete trying to solve one, it, it, I'd be done. But 
Uh, this woman that I gave the cube to in the show gave the cube to her daughter and her daughter comes up and is like, if I mix this up, can you solve it? And uh, our buddy Chris Ritchies, who's our, our stagehand and also a great magician, he's like, yeah, if you if you mix it up, he'll be able to solve it in like five seconds. And I'm here going, Jesus, don't do that. But luckily, she only mixed it like like this much. So I, like I took it back yeah. and I was like, all right, yeah, let me see if I can do it. And then I and then I quickly just did a little algorithm one. I was like, ready? And I did went behind the back and threw it and I looked like a bloody genius. Yeah, baby. And I just stormed out of there like a legend. Yeah, you really got to be able to solve the thing to do cube magic, right? That's step one. So Absolutely. Yes, it definitely helps. What was and this rapid yeah. solve you did opening the show here? When you, what was you, you mind saying mm. the name of that one? Just where you just went whap. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see if I can remember the name of it. Um, Whoa, that's, is that the Akira solve? I, that's that's the one. That's okay. the Akira solve. I just yeah, watched yeah, yeah. the. He explained it on the 360 d- DVD with the cube, so it's like a bonus item on the gimmick version. Okay. I, I think that's why I know how to do it. <laughs> okay. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There are some really cool things you can do with the, with these cubes. Um, my buddy, Vincent, Vincent Kuo, who's a great mind in magic and also consultant for some big names. He lives in Sydney and he came up with one that, uh, or Jason's done it in his TikToks, but it's, he doesn't teach it and he doesn't really give permission for people to perform it on stage and stuff. Cause I've, cause I've asked, but, um, it's mixed and he literally just turns it like this and you see it start to solve itself slowly with no moves apparent. And then it's just like, boom, and it's solved and it's ridiculous. Nice. Yeah. Who knew cube magic would come so far, Doug? You know, I, 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 I'm happy to hear that you say kids in your show have them. I was at my buddy Warpo's house. And I told him I was getting back in the cubes and he was kind of dissing it. Like nobody knows what those are anymore. He's an old guy who lives in the third floor and doesn't have a TV. He doesn't leave the (laughs) apartment. He doesn't know what's going on in the world. The cube is certainly still relevant, you know? Absolutely. Every, every puzzle store sells them, you know? Yeah. And they had the Netflix special. uh, I think it's just called Cubers. Yeah. Right. Um, Well, they just, one of the, did you see the guy on AGT? Uh, Was it last week or the week before? He was, I heard about this. With yeah, the, good the, act. The, yeah, right. Like the cube art, right? Oh, no, like he does. The, the it's picture? pure skill. He was like juggling. He had them all mix the cubes and he was juggling and solving it and oh uh, riding God. a unicycle and juggling and solving while he's, you know, it's uh, all skill and all cubes. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> Noah, you should be on I'm, AGT. I'm out of the job. Yeah, no, this is that's the calling. Well, now you need what? to learn to ride a unicycle and do it that fast because that's what that guy was doing. That's insane. That's insane. Out of all the cube stuff that I like doing, my favorite one is still when it's not even you doing it. It's when you give the mixed cube to the spectator behind their back. They mix it up behind their back and well, then they show that it's solved. Yeah. That's how I end my cube acts because all the other stuff is cool, but that's like the thing. That's when they turn. they look at it and they're like, and they can't explain it. You know? That's why I let them keep the cube at the end because I don't want them to think yeah. it has like a button or something right? that uh, that solves it. But. Oh, no one knows this guy. He's his friend on Instagram. Hmm? The guy, he's Noah saying he knows the guy. 
He's so oh. good. I mean, you can imagine this guy hands out four cubes to be mixed and then he starts juggling them and solving them, you know, <laughs> while That's he's insane. juggling. It's ridiculous. Wow. Well, so you wow, have to wow. be able to solve one handed while you're juggling and then repeat it. I don't get it. Even just to do a real solve with one hand is, is insane. Yeah. I've been working on the thing, you know, I'm getting the thing pretty good, but it takes work. Yeah, sure does. Anyway, and, and, I'm, and also when you do it on stage, like it's so easy to, uh, like if you just lose track of a couple of things. Yeah. You're right. In trouble, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So this is where it's good to have backup plans. Absolutely. Actually, Noah, uh, he sent in a voice message to the, oh, the yeah. gram. I haven't even listened to it yet, but um, All right. let's see how we go. Doug, also, I haven't tested the audio for this, so if it's too high, just let me know, okay? <laughs> the, the volume, I mean. Let's find out. Noah here from Australia, New South Wales. I just want to say happy birthday to Josh. I hope he has an amazing day. Oh, thanks, and my man. question for you guys today is, what is your favorite magic trick? Thank you guys so much for hopefully answering this and happy birthday, Josh. You're amazing and I love your magic and I love all your guys' magic too. Thank you. Ah, oh, thanks, bro. <coughs> what a nice guy, Noah. Thanks, bro. What's our, What's your favorite magic trick? I mean, that's like, how long is a piece of string? What do you think my favorite magic trick is, Josh? Sponge bunnies. Yeah, well, it's not my favorite. It's no, that's re that is the people's favorite. Ah, uh, uh, that is true. the people's choice award goes to Sponge Bunnies. Okay, ah, uh, yeah, right. Is it a card effect? If it were, what would it be? <laughs> is it one of the hundreds of uh, variations of triumph? Perhaps I don't it, it, it actually <laughs> could be, yes, but it's a trick you don't like that much. Not the 21 card trick. It's the invisible deck is my favorite card trick. Ah, the invisible deck. Yes, 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 yes. My favorite, my favorite all-time favorite trick is the barehanded assembly. This is what I call it these days. Originally popularized by David Roth as the original Chinese coin assembly. Wow. And then Dean Dill got some work on it along with Micah Marr and, uh, you know, call shot. And then we got Chris Kenner and Homer Lee Wag. A lot of guys went into what I do with that stuff, but. The four coin routine. That's my favorite. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and I should premise, I love invisible deck. I just don't feel like I've done the work to deserve the reaction when I do it. So I make sure, you know, so I make sure I, I do other stuff. So, but that actually links to my favorite, which is, um, I think my favorite to do would be mnemonicosis, which is like, you know, the, uh, the memory deck workers version of invisible deck where they, you give them the deck they name a card and they cut to their own card. Any card they name. I think that's... Uh, I always have the most fun doing that. Do you feel the audience appreciates that effect as much as you enjoy it? Mm, depends. Depends on the outcome. It depends on the audience. But I always know they're fried, you know? Yeah. Like, especially the corporate audiences where it's like three dudes in suits, right? They're all having a laugh. But then when you do that, they're like... There's no out. The fuck. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I had the I I had the craziest moment. Now I explained this to Jason Ma the other week and he just he was like, Yeah, cool. And he skimmed past it. But okay. the um 
the, the, the simple answer is, so I was doing that routine and the woman named a card. The woman next to her said, oh, that's like, that's got to be the least named suit ever because she said the two of clubs. And I was like, yeah, that is the most least, least named suit. What would be the most common suit? And she said, hearts. And I said to her, like, oh, what would be a common heart? And she said two of hearts and the woman next to her said the ace of hearts. And what that meant was I was able to go, well, you know what? Let me try and find all three of your cards. Yeah, so, baby. And I, I was like, all right, show her the top card. So the top card of this stack was the two of hearts. I said, do you want first or second? They said second. All right, show the bottom, the second card from the bottom to be the ace of hearts. And then to the woman holding the deck, I said, now cut the deck in half. And she cut to the two of clubs. So I was like, and wow. again, I just walked out of there like a legend. And I was like, no that doubt. will never happen again. That was insane. No, but and it you, will because you, know. you grow with the well, you grow with the mem deck, and then you know you can do moments like this. It will happen again. Yeah, yeah. That was insane. So there are there are definitely it definitely has its moments where it's just like unexplainable, you know. You know, I Sean Dawson. I don't know. I've talked about Dante on here before. I probably have, but his his mem work eventually reached. He's doing this on the street. It's name a card and how do you uh, want me to find it. So not only do they pick the card, yeah. but they pick the revelation out of the blue. And he does this with five <clears> or six <throat> cards in a row. I love that. Yeah. 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 Is that so video? He, just, this he learns all the outs through, through 10 yeah. years of busking with the mem deck. He's got all the outs, all of them. How good. Mm -hmm. That's the way to do it. Yeah. You just got to brute force as many times as you can. Yep. I love that. And uh, and Noah, yeah, thanks for the uh, thanks for the birthday wishes. I think we have another one from um, Jake. Oh, by the way, so Jake or Jake of all spades, he won our merch competition the other week and uh, got himself his hoodie. Fantastic! He wants to show us, which is looks awesome. <laughs> Oops, sorry, and then that's oh. me. Um, and he, but he, uh, yeah, sent in a audio message as well. Let's check it out. Happy birthday, Josh. Um, I just want to say thanks for what you do, man. Um, I've, I've learned a lot from your videos. I, I really appreciate you being a part of the, the magic community that gives back. You know, as a beginner, that means a lot to me. I've learned a lot from you and the guys. So, so thank you for that. And also, do you have any plans for the year? Like any shows or um, tours or anything coming to the States? <clears throat> cough, cough, or anything would like to know, man. It'd be awesome. But uh, wishing you a blessed and prosperous year, man. Cheers. I feel the love here. <laughs> yeah. Well, the happy birthday. Oh, I even went. I love that. Hey, his own sound effects. For That's right. You do deserve the, the kudos, man. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, Doug's one of the biggest giving back to the, you know, to the up and comers. We're all in the, in the right place. Um. Do I have any plans? Yeah, look, I mean, so the show that I'm doing, Showman, that we were talking about, it's growing and we're starting to, you know, venture to further and further places when we tour. So, hope, you know, fingers crossed, eventually it'll make its way to the States. I mean, um, Chris and Mike, who produced the show and were in the Naked Magicians that toured the States and the world, you know, hopefully that's just the plan. They so. know where to make a joint like this go, right? You can exactly. bring this show over the pond and get busy over here. Exactly. We'll see you at the Sanger, brother, in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. 
Um, what about if you? What about you, Doug? Do you have plans to do start doing any uh, shows around the states? No, I mean, yeah, actually, <laughs> okay, we'll move on. <laughs> right now, my I'm all in online, Joshua. You know, when I think about what my plans are, they're YouTube centric, really. I'm just trying to get this long form working mm-hmm. properly. It's an effort, and I still have a lot to learn. So I'm, in, I, I still feel like I'm in college for YouTube. Uh, I but look, it, yeah. I want to do, here's what I want to do. I want to start working some of these venues around the country, like the house of cards, Chicago magic lounge, prestige. There's all these wonderful venues popping up in the United States and I haven't worked any of them. And this is where people buy tickets to come see magic. So uh, that's certainly shows I want to do and yeah. uh, eventually okay. have my own show after doing that for a year, you know, after I get a year of, multiple stage shows in under my belt, then maybe I open the Doug Conn showroom somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, I could fill the shows. I just don't have a lot of full show experience. You know, I'm a street performer. I do a strong 20 minutes. I do a week 45. I want a mm-hmm. great hour and I got to get that still. I wonder if you could do a best of where you take the videos that have done the best, you know? Yeah. You, but is that a good your- show? I don't know. I mean, yeah, if the a good love show it, has character know. and drama, and you know, it, they, trick, 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 trick. <laughs> <laughs> Same reason that we like Umbrella Academy is why we need mm. more than just the wow moments. Yeah, you know what would be artistic? An artistic piece is for you to come out in a giant Sponge Bunny suit <laughs> and do. Sponge bunnies. That would be pretty cool. You just got fired as my artistic director. <laughs> These are my children. And, you know. How about this? You do that first. Let me see how it looks. Put it on video. Put it in the showman. And let me see it first. Uh, well, I, I have, you know, I have one of the crew wear my giant Rubik's Cube mascot outfit to come on stage. So I'm all oh. for the giant props. Man. Hey, not that, I mean, I'm flashing, you know, I'm flashing back to Chris Kenner. Nick DeFott's doing this bit now, but Kenner used to do the intermission on the Copperfield show. And one of the bits was he'd wear this big blue Velcro suit. He looked like Gumby up there in this big blue Velcro suit. But uh, yeah, there's, you know, there's room where we can put big floofy suits on and do good magic. Yeah. I mean, uh, Justin Willman had the giant banana. He's like, name a fruit. And they say, apple and he's like shit and he drops it <laughs> and shows he's in a banana suit <laughs> like that's funny uh, you know <sighs> that's funny jake thank you man america needs the magic guys show chicago magic lounge would love to have you yeah you know that's that's not the bat that's not the worst idea no doubt right jason ma you do, do the castle and all the other places too yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, hey. That's the other thing. I'm not, I still haven't done the castle. Like any normal guy in my place would just have gone and done it. But I'm such a slacker. Yeah. Like, why haven't I done that yet? I, you know, actually, that's not true because <clears> it just changed hands and I'm waiting for a hotel room. You know, come on, put a guy up, bring him to California, give him a place to stay. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, under I mean, the new, the new rain, they give us oh, places yeah. to stay now. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt that'll be happening. Well, now that the, the next, now, now that the year. Magic Castle Hotel is in, is under the same umbrella as the Magic Castle, they have mm. rooms. Is what I'm thinking. 
Yeah. No spends expared. I think, you know, let's make it happen. The universe, the universe will make it be. No, it won't. Because I tried that. You actually have to be proactive. <laughs> if you leave it to the universe, you just end up treading water. <laughs> we gotta, you got to be proactive at the same time. It's always yeah. been my downfall for professionalism. You know, I'm just not good at it. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, look, I haven't played. Helps. This has I'm, been, you know, the most I'm, beneficial. Mm, I haven't played at the castle either. So, you know, don't feel bad. Either is Jason. Even though you live the closest to it and have the connections, and yeah, I talked to the magic director on the phone a couple times this year. He says, "Come on out," <laughs> but the deal is, they only pay you; they don't put you up. So now, when we're in the days of thousand-dollar plane tickets, and mm. the castle doesn't pay much more than that, that's the right. Universe does not reward laziness. That's you know, that's, that's a good one, Tom. Yeah, actually, Tom, Tom sent me a video message. Um, let me see if I can play it. It's on my phone, but I know it's linked, so it might show it at the same time as the video. Let's see see uh, if this works here. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to make you watch me solve a Rubik's Cube quicker than you. Just kidding. <laughs> happy birthday, Joshy. Uh, just wanted to wish you happy birthday. I don't need to win or anything. I just wanted to do a cool little video for you. Uh, and I guess my question for today, as long as I can make it live today, fingers crossed, is uh, what is some kind of hobby or something that you do, life skill, whatever, in your off time that has nothing to do with magic, but is directly related to your magic abilities and performances? That's pretty much it. Happy birthday once again. Happy name day, whichever way take it. And crikey. Crikey. <laughs> is crikey a good uh. thing? Well, oh, we go, ah, crocky. That's what yeah. uh, the crocodile hunter does. Yeah, but yeah. is that, like, good? I always took that as something bad. Like, oh, crikey. <laughs> no, crikey's like, crikey's like, wow. Wow. It's, it's, okay. Like, crikey. Yeah, like, if you did an instant solve, I'd be like, crikey. Or if you, <laughs> you know, grew a head of hair, I'd be like, crikey. You know what I mean? All right. It's I'm going like to hold that, you to that's, that. That's, that's, that's coming one day soon. <laughs> uh, but, no, thanks, everyone, for all these messages. It's been awesome to, to read and watch them and listen to them. Uh, thank you, Tom. It's great to see your face because, you know, you've been commenting on our videos since, uh, well, since the beginning, really. So it's cool to see them. Yep. But what an interesting question. What's something you do in your, in your personal life that's not magic related, but is still a correlation to your magic work? Jeez, way to go deep, man. Probably my fitness training I guess, because I'm always working out to stay limber and stuff because in my acts, I am flipping around on stage and things. Um, that might be the closest thing. Um, that and maybe beatboxing. That's just a fun yeah, hobby. I was going like to say, doing. you've got to list beatboxing, right? Come on. Yeah, because now. now in the showman show, I do. there's three different times I do beatboxing. So it's like, it's quite a thing now. Um, yeah, so that might be that might be what that is. What about uh, Dougie? What about you, Doug? Uh, that's going to be cat juggling. <laughs> yeah, cat juggling. Next question. <laughs> you had it here first. No, so I'm, look, I'm a simple guy. I do I, I do magic, and then when I relax, I play. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I play Hearthstone. So I'm a gamer, but I, that's mm. not mad. Poker would count. I I love poker. It's a big part of my life. Easily integrated into uh, my magician. 
So there, my answer is poker. Final answer. Yeah. Nice. I do juggle though. Actually I do juggle and I used to use it in my act and, uh, not any longer. Mm. Yeah. Are you, have you ever seen, uh, Michael Davis, the juggling comedian, Michael Davis? It doesn't come to mind. Well, but you should write this name down and go watch him on YouTube later. Michael Davis. Uh, yeah, I okay. stole a lot of his jokes when I was a kid and took him out to the street. <clears throat> he was on Johnny Carson and such. It was one of the variety acts that I had accessible, you know, access to watch this material. And I knew how to juggle. In fact, when I was in the amusement park working my first year, there was a juggler there. I thought I was going to be a juggler after that season. I was, I went to the juggling clubs and I was all wow. in on juggling. And then I got to wow. five balls and I said, screw this. You know, after about a week of that, I said, forget it. Give me the cards. Man, I get it. I get it. I mean, Joel Fenton, who's been on the podcast, but is in showman. He's our stuntman juggler. He's the funniest dude in our show. You know, he's juggling, but like he's got the best bits. And that guy is so busy. Like before our performance on Sunday, he had just done five shows earlier that same day at a, wow. uh, the, the Debra Festival at this country festival. He's double dipping, huh? Yeah. It's worth then, it because he's cashing in so big out there, right? Yeah. And then yeah. he finished our showman show, a big theater production, sold out event. And he's like, yeah, I got it. You know, and we bump out and he's got the most stuff to load in his car. And then he's like, yeah, I got to get up at 6 a.m. again to do uh, shopping, shopping mall shows. And so he's just like booked out, you know, the jugglers are uh, more booked out than the magicians. It's crazy. Oh, for but, a, uh, look, for a festival or street experience, these mm-hmm. guys, you know, they provide the height that you need to be able to reach max crowds. And yeah, yeah. If you're good at it, you're going to be top tier on the outside work. Jugglers yeah, always are. <clears throat> it's his banter and jokes that like his skill is, is uh, the best that I've seen in Australia, but also his jokes are just like, some jokes are also a little on the line too. Like it's a family show. And one of his jokes that he throws out there is, um, uh, he talks about, you know how you had the kind of thing where you, you kind of heckle a city that everyone knows isn't a great yeah. city. Yep. So for us, it's, it's Ipswich. Okay. <clears throat> and he goes, um, Oh yeah, no, no. So he makes a joke about Ipswich, and then he goes, "No, no, I love Ipswich. In fact, I think we're playing a show out there." And he goes, "No, what's funny about Ipswich is, uh, you know, when you want to find um, you want to find someone to date over here, we call it Tinder. Well, they use Ancestry.com." Yeesh. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I mean the line. I guess the children I, I, won't get that joke. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't uh, deliver it the same way in which he does, but that's basically the thing. So yeah, he throws that out there. That's a street joke for sure, right? <laughs> yeah. A- yeah. Yeah. And it gets, it gets the laugh and yeah. it gets the, but it gets that, there's like a little level of bass in there. Like, oh, like they're laughing, but some people are going, oh, at the same time. Yeah. But you know, it's all right. If you it's know, funny. it's an intelligent bit yeah. of humor. It's not crass. Yeah. 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 That's right. Uh, funny stuff. So what, so how far are you taking this, uh, cube stuff? Are you, do you think you're going to start 
doing more keyboard. Considering or? it has been an active part of my life, I think I could work it into an act, right? Like I could see a universe where I talk about it realistically being involved with the cube when I was a child, I was there when it was introduced. Mm. So mm. yeah. Um, it's going to take a while for me to absorb the sleight of hand work. And then I'll make an intelligent decision. I don't think I want to rely on gimmickry to do cube magic. So yeah. 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 If you can avoid that, it's definitely, uh, advantageous i'm always a fan of using slights when mm-hmm. there's an option and even when i don't prefer that like say i use the invisible deck i prefer that method but mm. i can do it sleight of hand if need be you know if, if i need to do that effect in any show i think it's important to have alternatives so have you seen the effect that ozzy wind brought out co-brought out with someone that's a cube effect ozzy wind cube huh no i haven't mm. it I think it came out either early this year or late last year, but it uses, I, I think it uses four cubes. <clears throat> so you're trying, you're trying to solve four, <laughs> four, four cubes. And uh, at the end, you stack them two here and two here and you turn it around and it reveals, and this is all sleight of hand and it reveals either a number or, oh, you know, or something like that. and it's sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Yeah, That's- yeah. That's Pretty freaking cool. Apparently, that's what he did in... Uh, he says he, he was doing that effect in the David Blaine tour when he would come on stage right. to to do a segment. And Oh, um, that speaks volumes. Yeah. Like, for example, just one of the presentations you can do is have someone time you as to how quickly you can solve these four cubes, but you're blindfolded. So you mix one, go, okay, great. Mix two, mix three, mix four. And you're having, you're having them like count the, the time. And at the end, you're like, okay, I've done it. And you take your blindfold off and realize you haven't solved any. You haven't solved any. Look like you look silly. Yeah, and then right. you say, well, how, you know, how long did it take me? And they're like 43 seconds. And you turn it around and it shows you've solved to say 43. Nice. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Different. Different approach, you know. But all sleight of hand, man. So, yeah. Um, you know, I was, I, I, I recall years ago studying Garrett Thomas's work on it. He released some things in, uh, in the Garrett Thomas magical mind. I think I might look at him, his work again. I didn't know Garrett Thomas was playing with the, the cubes. Oh, I, he was an innovator. He was doing it before anyone was 10 years ago. Mm. Wow. Thomas, I like the imagination solved by Brundage. Always looks magical if you get the right movements timed up. Yeah, absolutely. Man, Stephen really paved the way to make it seem cool to, to start getting into cube work. I mean, that's how I learned how to solve a cube is from his um, his product, his teaching products that he Did you out. learn to solve it that way? I did, yeah. yeah. Did you fact, feel he had a good teaching style or a unique approach to cube solving like for me it was the first time i could find someone explaining the cube solve on video as opposed to just a spreadsheet of algorithms that's what really helped um and then you know he gives you the cheat sheet of algorithms if you have to look back to it which i have had to every now every now and then but i found that the yeah i mean i i learned to do it so i guess for me, we have apps now fully, you can use effective. too that are great. You could just take a like a picture of the cube and then work through the app with it as a good alternative as well. Really? Yep. Oh my god! 
you know, there's one called cube solver where you can take a, it'll take a picture of the cube and then the algorithm is listed below. You hit the play button and you just start following the picture on the screen and oh you my can God. solve it that way. So you have to take a photo of all six sides or just, you just have to angle it and it knows two sides. So yeah, three, you get three sides on one or it's better if you input the colors, you can just tap on it. It's got a, you know, all the colors, you just oh. tap it. It's a little, holy crap. Yeah. Whoever thought of that is hopefully a millionaire now. You can imagine having to put all the algorithms in for that thing and make it work. It's a free app. There's no, I don't know how, I, yeah, I guess that's that, that kind of thing has probably evolved through the years to where it's like open source information and then they just figure out. How that's, to put it. That, that's insane. Thomas makes a good point as well. He, the language he uses makes it easier to remember for some of us, like, like me, when he says a way up, back down. Okay. Yeah, instead of just L1. Yeah. It's very true. How did you learn, Doug? I guess you learned before any of that came out. So was it from books? Yeah, I mean, I could go grab my notebook. I actually wrote wrote, uh, mnemonic sentences to remember the algorithms. And uh, yeah, I have a, I've got pages and pages of scribbles and notes of me trying to put this algorithms in my brain. And yeah, yeah it was, wow. I, I did learn on the internet, but it was very much wa- looking at pictures and not video, right? It was not watching someone tell me how to solve it. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's probably good. So can you still today remember that? Like the, I can solve two thirds of the cube, but I can't solve the bottom layer. So it's the bottom layer algorithms that I can't get still. So I'm close and I'm, I'm hoping it'll just pop back in with a little Hmm. effort. You know, I haven't spent any time relearning that part in the last six months. So yeah, every now and then I I have to make sure I solve a cube once a day, just because for me, it's mainly muscle memory now. Yeah. That's what I used to do. And I enjoy that process. Mm. But the problem is, if your muscles forget it, my brain doesn't remember what it is, you know, if I get too, uh, you know, too yeah. relaxed with well, it. Well, I'm living proof of that. I lost it. I had it. I lost it all. It just, you know, it took a couple of yeah. years, but it faded away. <clears throat> so th- every now and then I'll get to the end and I'll be like, oh, crap. I can't remember like what my hands have to do. Like I kind of know, but I'm obviously yeah. getting it wrong. Yeah, that sucks when that happens. But, you know, it's a good way to it's a good way to pass the pandemic learning the cubes. I, I'm re, I'm energized to learn it again. You know, I think I think maybe what did it for me after seeing uh, maybe some of the things where like technology was catching up to the cube. I thought it was maybe less magical than it could be. Mm. But now I think combining some of the offerings by guys like Henry Harrius and so, like the cube in the bottle, you know, you could you combine the best of both worlds skill with, you know, magic methods. And then yeah. you got some really powerful moments to offer. I think, I think so. And that's what I'm experimenting with in, in, in the, the live shows now is adding these video elements and stuff. Yeah. Um, dig it you know, completely. To, yeah. Like one of the moments in it is uh, the woman's holding her mixed up cube. And the video of me says, oh, can you hold up your cube, your cube? And he's looking at it and he in the video starts mixing it to, to, to try and match her cube, you know, in real life. Interesting. So just, I love exploring the different ways to make cube work magical. That's maybe not the same. Look at 
Non-professional at work. Non-professional at work. It's, uh, it's my brother calling me because uh, we're still hooked up to the uh, the Bluetooth. <laughs> let me um, let me just try and turn that. The off innovations continue turning. to come out. I was watching Murphy's latest thing. They're trying to get me to buy today is the multiplying cubes. Apparently, you get ten of them in this package, and it's like. Kind of like this visual where you're taking a cube out and another one's there. You're taking another one's there. And, you know, I guess these things pack flat and pop out. I don't know. It's going to be hard pressed to get me to spend money on that, but they're making it, you know. I, I just got sent a video of, of uh, maybe we're, yeah, maybe we saw the same video. Multiplying Rubik's cubes. Yeah. And like mm -hmm. instant appearances of them. Yep. Yep. Is that the one with the top hat? Like in the video, it's like yeah, a Yeah, right. Hat. Which right. that moment looked great. That's probably not possible. Hmm. I do like this visual of taking one away and another one's there, though. I think this is yeah. like a good one. That's a classic. Yeah. I don't know. Someone's going to come out with the cube manipulation act. So it, that video kind of looked that way, you know, hmm. for a moment. This guy had one, then two, then three, then four. It was kind of like that, right? Did you did yep. you see that happen? I did. Yeah. It, yeah. It looked very manipulation-y, mm -hmm. like this kind of thing. The, the, the problem when I watch these magic trailers now, I look for real moments and not <laughs> one second because anything yeah. can happen in a second. Like, man, there's two, three. But what yeah. happens before that? What happens in the 30 seconds before you pick the cube up? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can jam what? shit over here and over here and make it look good in a two-second video. <laughs> you yeah. know? I can do yeah. But give me a plot and let me see it be used. Yeah, and, and can you use those methods in the same performance? Yeah, right. So, Coming to Conjure.com. Well, if they're good, they'll be there because I sell good stuff. You're going to be hard-pressed to find bad tricks on Conjure.com. And if you do find one, I'll refund your money. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> That's right. And if you buy a book... It costs Doug money. Just yeah, so I curse know. you, and then I send it out with a smile. <laughs> I say, that's a smart person, damn it. Yeah. Just looking at some of our some of our live comments. I saw a, Jesse says, I saw a guy that can solve a cube to match an unsolved cube faster than I can solve a cube. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the, the fun things in magic that I think was one of the Is first really surprises I saw. People do that they solve an unsolved cube they figure out where it's at that's really a thing i mean i that's i do that in my show doug but i yeah, feel but like no, you do you a know, magic that's trick that's uh that's but right i'm talking I, skill well i wonder if joel uh jesse saw a magic trick but without realizing it was a magic trick i'm thinking it's a trick hmm because at, at uh you know if because if that is possible then i think those cube solving competitions would start doing that, like to make it more difficult, right? Instead of just how fast can you solve it? To, to, to me, it seems insanely difficult because mm. the end, there's too many permutations to figure it out. Yeah, 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 it'd be ridiculous. This kid came up after the show and was like, and he's, he's a Cuba. He's like, look, I'm, a, I'm an avid Cuba, um, you know, in the works. And I just have to ask you, is that actually cube work or is that sleight of hand work? Because some of this, because he's like, because what you did up there, some of that isn't how cube stuff works <laughs> normally. 
Yeah, right. I'm doing like RD Instalite, and the real cubers are calling me out because they mm. know things. <laughs> you know, they're like, that's Something right. Yeah. does not compute. Yeah, you can't do this and then tap it and it and it solves. You know, like wow. Well, you can too. Magic- I put that on TikTok can. last week. Ah, nice. Man, nice I shot dog. the perfect video of RD Insta. There is not one frame where that trick is bad. If you <laughs> slow down my demo of RD Insta, it looks like trick photography. It's an I issue, saw- actually. <laughs> what, that it looks too good? Yeah, people, they discount it. They're like, that's CGI. That's a trick. That's, that's an edit. <laughs> and I say it's not, and they don't believe me. Yeah, they're like, I know what you did. All the cubes are actually green. And you've uh, you've cut it out in your editing suite to just have whatever. You know, it was interesting. The most common weird, and this is a repeated guess, is that it's electronic and it lights up from the inside. So it's it's lights that make the color change on the cube. Mm. And uh, you know whether it is or not, I can't say it's not. And you know if they think it is, right? I, I I say no electronics, and they'll probably think I'm lying anyway. I've but that's, always, that's what they're thinking. Yeah. Electronic light up cubes. I've always wondered when someone was going to come out with a card that could digitally change mm. face that, that still looks normal. That's got to be close. Yeah. That's got to be close. When you do yeah. just a, when Any you do card just a simple. Exactly. Boom. That's what I'm saying. Imagine. Can you imagine? Somebody better be on this right now. That's come on. It's just a photo frame. That's 52 images. Mm. All right. I got to get this out before Murphy's does. All right. You know, anyone in China that can help me out with this? And by help me out, I mean full production because I'm so unprofessional. I won't do anything beyond talk about it tonight. (laughs) In fact, if you could find that person and construct the whole deal and just send me the check, that would be ideal for me. Mm. Bob's making a good a good observation. They can be made, but not the appropriate thickness. So you, what you're saying, Bob, is that if you hold up a jumbo card that's really an iPad, <laughs> people aren't going to believe it. <laughs> look, look at my watch. You see my watch here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I flick it and it changes the watch screen, right? Like I can mm. change the, and this watch is this. Come on, we can, be, we can make a card that's got 52 cards and a thin thing. I mean, come on, if we can put a computer in a watch, we can make a color changing card. I agree. Cause you know, every now and then when you do a here and there in their hand and they, they like feel the card, like does this yeah. card change somehow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't they really make a change? If, if anyone's going to make it, it would be pro mystic probably that make all the electronic stuff for magic. Oh, Bob says the issue, Bob knows things. The battery. The battery is the issue. Bob, it's obvious. You just make it Bluetooth. Duh. One of the, one of the, the back can be a solar panel. Hey, yeah, no doubt, right? I guess that that's used to power the battery, probably. Though. What if things. what if it what if the card had a wire now? And so the battery's over here, and mm. now it's plugged in. Now it so, sucks. Now so no one really will ever runs. use it. Hmm. But that would what, be a solution. 
What about this? You know how there's that paper, there's a kind of paper that when you send a beam of light to it, if there's a shadow in it, it'll stay on the paper after the light's gone. Have you heard of, have you seen these before? Mm. There's, it's like a science thing. Yes, a, I have. There's a science museum in Brisbane and, and five people will stand in front of this flashlight thing and they'll pose and when it goes off and they move away, their shadows stay there. Yes. Yes. So what I'm I have. what I'm what I'm thinking is, what if the paper has that stuff on it, and somehow you have a little thing that will just oh, put an yeah. imprint of the of the card, so that when you show it, it's whatever card, and this doesn't yeah. have to be electronic. This right. can just be, you know. Yeah. Brainstorms. Yeah. Thomas or says maybe, that's ma- just UV paint. Ah, oh, thanks, Tom. Oh, there you go. Just UV paint. Yeah. That's all. Well, Thomas is our paint specialist that paints uh, massive, crazy murals. So that makes sense. But, mm. or maybe you have, I don't know. Maybe there's a machine in your jumper that has every card that can attach to the back of this. So when they're, so you're holding this here and uh, they name a card and that card inside kind of the right one comes up, comes out and magnetizes to it like just you know this much so i like this more than wires attached to the card although Mm. (laughs) i mean you are going to have an iron man suit of gear (laughs) underneath your shirt (laughs) let me get ready for my gig honey ka-chunk (laughs) ka-chunk and then you're like name a card And then the smart magician is just uh, bringing this invisible deck. They're using mnemonica mm-hmm. and just fucking indexing it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, this magician, you're hearing all these sounds going off. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yes. So, but this is the, this, I guess this is the process you go through when you're trying to, trying to come up with a method for something. That's is the now, plan. Yep. Yeah. You just, yep. yep. All right, we did that. It's an hour. Happy birthday, Josh. (laughs) I hope your day's awesome. Thanks, everyone. Um, And uh, we said we'd give away some merch to one of the people that asked questions. I'm thinking uh, Noah. I'm thinking Noah will be our uh, our winner today. He asked a great question and sent it in while we were live and we listened to it and we appreciate you, Noah. So I think... uh, Hit me up on uh, the Magic Guys Instagram. Let us know what you want. But uh, guys, thank you for joining us on the Magic Guys. I'm going to go enjoy the uh, the rest of the birthday activities. And uh, we're going to watch uh, Doug's cube work to come. Watch it evolve, baby. Yeah. Anything Happy birthday, you are. buddy. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys.